Hi there, and thank you for joining us for installment two of six in a mini-series focused on showcasing the various types of business models that exist within Fibernew. I'm your humble host, Jesse Johnstone. Todd and Joni Penhollow of Fibernew Central Oregon are a shining example of how a husband and wife team can and should work together within Fibernew's franchise system. In this conversation, you'll hear how they work together every day, either working on jobs as a team or splitting duties and doubling up on revenue generating activities. You'll hear how it took Joni a few years before coming on board full time with Todd in the business, as well as how much they truly enjoy working together every day. Todd and Joni are an inspiration in how they run their business as a partnership, and we hope you enjoy listening in. Cheers. All right, I'm super pumped and excited to be sitting down with Todd and Joni Penhollow of Fibernew Central Oregon. Todd and Joni, how are you guys doing? Doing, doing great. great. So we've got a lot to talk about, but as we normally do on these conversations, let's start with a bit of a bio and a background and a setup of you guys as individuals, and then we'll get into your actual business. But uh, just paint a picture for us of who Todd and Joni are. Well, um, I managed a plumbing sales showroom for 20 years. And so that's my major background um, in management. I was in the water and wastewater utilities field for 20 years. And that was my background before starting into Fibernew. Was that field work then? Were you out in, in the field in that? Uh, it was some of both. I was actually in, in a management role when I was doing that. Yeah, it was water distribution and wastewater treatment and that kind of stuff. And Joni, with your experience, you were probably accustomed to handling schedules, people, uh, lots of moving parts, lots of lots of balls in the air, I imagine. Absolutely. Yeah, that was definitely part of what I did is worked between contractors, homeowners, corporate office, you know, scheduling, meeting with clients. So it was a little of everything, including management. So yes. And today, let's talk about your business. Uh, Maybe let's start with the industries you work in, maybe some of your clientele. Again, Paint a picture there if you don't mind. Sure. So for us, we have a blended um, mix. We have commercial, residential, and and warranty. Those are kind of the main categories. And within those categories, we have um, a large RV market, medical. So we're working in the hospitals in our area, dental offices, a lot of, of retail private practices. So chiropractors, tattoo parlors, it can be all kinds of things where they have um, exam tables. And then also in major furniture stores in town, we work for them as well. Uh, in the residential sector, which is also a, a fair portion of our market, um, we do a lot of furniture work and that could be aniline work or it could be you know repair work automotive in the private sector, a lot of um, automotive car seats, um, some plastic work as well. So we do that for people. And then there's a a smaller segment that we offer and that's custom because sometimes you just don't know what's going to come at you. So we do have, we keep ourselves open for that, for custom projects in the residential sector. And then of course, the warranty is also kind of that bread and butter that we have in our business, which is working for the furniture companies for um, automotive or going out and cleaning stain removal in automotive or furniture. So we we do have that constant uh, warranty business as well. You guys cover basically everything. Pretty yeah. much. We're <laughs> diversified. 
<laughs> That's excellent. Uh, we love that. And with the the clientele you built up on, let's say the account side or the commercial side of the business, how has that played out for you over the past few years? Have they come to you? Have you gone to them? Tell us how that's worked for you. It's been some of each. We we've definitely had quite a few that we have done the sales calls to mm-hmm. get in and and do the work, and then at the same time we've had some of them that kind of fall in our lap, so to speak, where they out of the blue we get a phone call and say, "Hey, we're looking for somebody to do this, and we're there to do it." So for sure, and then comes the relationship management and everything you guys do after the fact, obviously. Yeah, we you know like so many other fibernewers, sounds like what they do when one of our accounts calls on us, we do our best to get to them as soon as possible to keep them happy with what they need. And do you guys do mostly remote work? Do you do shop work? How does that play out? We are, we're somewhere in the 80, 85% mobile. Okay. And then the rest we end up doing back in the, in our workspace. Yeah. And that's the, the, the percentage that we do in our workspace would be, you know, those heavier aniline refresh um, often we'll take a whole set of furniture and we've done color work um, in our shop, which, you know, that's pretty extensive because we break the furniture down and then do the dye process and then, and then put it back together. So projects like that, definitely they're not as frequent because we do love the mobility part of our, our business. So, but it's, it's definitely necessary and it's a customer service we provide. And just a little bit on the makeup of your territory. So you guys live and are based out of Bend, Oregon, of course, but that's just a small portion geographically of your territory, isn't it? You've got a lot of miles, north, south, east, west. We do. Yeah, we do. yeah. It's, it's a lot of area to cover. I mean, from from one side of our territory to the other, we're three hours drive time. Yeah. So it's it's a lot that way. And Todd, you've got the the big van. It's obviously fully equipped with everything you need for work on the road, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tell us a bit about that setup, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. For us here, because of the seasonality and the weather that we get, we we went with a four-wheel drive van and we needed something we felt because of what Joni mentioned earlier, where we're hauling some pieces of furniture. We went with a full-size van. And so we can actually put, and we have, we can put two couches stacked on top of each other in there. And so that saves us on multiple trips and stuff like that. And at the same time, that keeps all of our equipment and supplies that we need for doing furniture repairs or everything that we're doing out there. And so it's it's a pretty good setup that way. I love it. It's great. Um, the, the billboard aspect of it too has got to be powerful because it is just... Uh, it's massive. You know, it's fiber new loud and proud when you're driving down the highway. So. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it is pretty funny because when we're in a in a parking lot, we're typically the tallest vehicle in, in any parking lot. And it's fiber new written all over it. So it gets a lot of attention. And sure. often we'll be just sitting there waiting to get out. And the second we open the door, somebody's standing there <laughs> saying, I think I need your service. Do you have a business card? And so there's there's a lot of uh, business to be had in a parking lot, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> Making noise, as Chad would say. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're just going to the grocery store, you know, stopping on the way home, you know. So it's, it's advertising and, and networking on its own for us, so... 
Let's talk about the timeline of your business and a bit of the history. So you guys came on board in 2014. Uh, I remember you coming to training. You you had a, a fresh baby at the time, not too old, that I think you left right. with, with grandma and grandpa and made the trip to Calgary and uh, did the training together. But Joni, you continued to work in your job for quite some time before coming on board full-time with Fibernew. Todd, you went out on your own for the first number of years. Tell us about the the start of your business, how that played out, and then how you eventually evolved to both being in the business today. Yeah, so that's that's exactly where we started that way. And, and so we both went through training together. When we came back, I basically took off running as far as doing sales calls all over in every different aspect that we could dental and medical and car dealerships and furniture stores everywhere where we could could go and so started to see the effects of that right away on you know some people using our services and then some not so much but they would six months down the road they would trickle in and say hey I got your card six months ago and and now we need your help and so we just I just continued to build the business that way like we talked about earlier some stuff would fall in our laps because people would find us online or or whatever else. Some of it was definitely word of mouth where a friend or coworker or whatever had given them our information. Some of it was from just osmosis, maybe just yeah. Through <laughs> those, right? yeah. 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 So stuff would come at us and we'd, we'd make it work. So all that time, Joni was doing her thing, but sometimes she'd, you know, we'd have a big project. And so she'd chip in on the weekends or evenings and we'd, we'd make stuff happen that way. Yeah. And our overall goal, you know, when we started the business, we we were at a crossroads in our careers because we both, I was not quite 20 years at the time. So, you know, I finished my career at 20 years and that's, that's kind of why I stayed in and, and, and the insurance and things like that. And, and one of the things we were talking about too, is we'd always planned on myself joining the business. And so just like the initial training, any of the conferences, any of the supplemental trainings, I was always a part of that. I didn't really get submerged in the accounting side of it. I mean, Todd really did everything on that, all the business aspects until I actually joined the business in 2020. Um, And then that's the learning that I did at that point. But like I said, we were at a crossroads and, and 2020 was the year that Todd had created this business enough to say, hey, I'm I'm tapped out. It's time for you to join because it had become so successful that we were ready to grow um, more at that time. And, And we did the smart thing. We met with an accountant because, you know, I did make good money before at my career. And so we wanted to be positive about you know, it's our sole income as business owners. And, and that's ultimately what we wanted to do is have flexibility and be our own um, business owners. And it's, it's a dream come true. Really. We're enjoying every bit of this ride with fiber new and, and, and what it's done for us personally and professionally. Really happy to hear you even took the professional advice route before, you know, jumping both feet in kind of thing. That's really important. And I think it's, something that is a good exercise for anybody else in in maybe a similar boat, right? That, uh, hey, let's just make sure that everything is lighting up correctly and make sure that it's uh, it's right. You got to trust your gut, trust your heart, of course, but 
looking at the data and the info is not a bad thing either. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's probably coming from our management, you know, right. <laughs> we're all like, let's make sure the reports look great, you know, <laughs> and it was, there was no doubt Todd had done an amazing job building the business and, and we're ready to grow it to the next level. So. And at some point along the way, you adjusted your territory, correct? We did before, shortly before I joined the business, we did the territory adjustment and looked at the zip codes and the populations and where we were, had been servicing, you know, what were those valuable zip codes or, or not? Yeah. So the market basically determined that shift is what it sounds like, right? Where, where demand was, you just basically yeah. re, redrew your territory. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. yeah. And geographical issues too. You know, some of our original territory was just geographically didn't didn't make as much sense as what we moved into. So okay. And let's talk about the the demographics and the makeup of your territory. We spoke a few minutes ago about the the size of it. it it's quite large, but let's start with Bend and then go out from there. So Bend is not a big city, but it's kind of the probably the economic center of, of your territory as far as industry goes. Um, tell us a little bit about Bend population demographics, and then we'll kind of go out from there. Yeah, so Bend city limits, it's somewhere around 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. So not, not a huge area that way, but in the outlying areas that it that builds quite a bit. And so it's, it's a destination area. It's really based on tour, tourism here. And so that's the driving economic force. Mm-hmm. And then as far as when we looked at what a median income is in this area, it's not real high because there's so many people that are on the lower side of it, but there's so many people on the higher side of it too. So there's, there's really an affluent portion that we deal with. When you touch on a destination location like Bend, it gets a lot of publicity. And so there's a lot of retirees here because there's a large, um, large golfing retirement communities. And so, and they're not all in Bend. They're kind of in that, like Todd was mentioning, kind of that outer area. Um, Sun River is a resort. There's a lot of, um, Airbnbs, that sort of thing. Um, but definitely there's a there's a big gap between the high income which we see and then the everyday income we see. So and as I discovered visiting you guys a few years ago, a very high concentration of breweries as well. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. I was yeah. amazed. <laughs> it's a very high concentration. I, I think there's a brewery for every, what was the number? Three, 3,600 people. No one's going thirsty in Ben. Let's put it that way. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Right. I guess some of the the benefits of a smaller city like that you're you're not contending with traffic as much, so transportation's quite easy. But your scheduling for the size of your territory has to be a consideration. So, can you explain how that works when you're looking at all of your inbound inquiries, where they're coming from, and how you break that up? Yeah, absolutely. So we we definitely schedule. Even in parts of the city, we schedule to be on the south end or the north end or or whichever, so we can make the most of our time. So we're not driving from one end of the city to the other. And even though it's not a lot of time, it every little bit counts. 
And we do the same with the outline areas too. We, we schedule to be in one of those spots if it's a day every other week or whatever to, to be able to service that and take care of those customer inquiries. Do you do it by quadrant or how do you split it up? Let's say in, in the larger territory itself, do you kind of have a, a Northeast, Northwest setup or? Not so much that way. It's really, you know, sometimes it, it just doesn't work because we don't have enough customer inquiries coming in that way. Okay. And so we'll just do the one-off kind of thing, but we really try to stack them up. And so it's, it's really based on the cities that are surrounding us that we're taking care of, that we try to keep them all together in that city. And if I remember correctly, some of your distances are so great, Todd, that you'll actually stay overnight in, in one area of your territory. Do I have that yeah, correct? We, we yeah. definitely have done that for sure. Right. We've done the day trip and just make a really long day out of it. And it, it really depends on the job that we're doing or whatever else, how we can make that work. So yeah, sometimes I guess if it's a day and a half or two days worth of work, you just, you have to stay overnight, right? Right. right. Yeah. How do you guys split duties amongst you two right now? Who's doing what exactly? Todd, sounds like you're still largely on the road, but Joni, tell us about your weekly activity list. Sure. So we kind of, we were thinking about this and we're kind of a hybrid um, model when it comes to that, because I'm on the road with Todd a lot. Um, There are days that I do schedule to be in the office and then Todd's out doing work, but the majority of the way that we run our business is um, I'm there and doing paperwork and I'll do the laptop or iPad business invoicing for the job that we just did. We try to do most jobs together because it makes us get the job done that much quicker and then on to the next one. So it kind of accelerates our day and how each job goes so we can schedule um, pretty good that way um, in a day. There are days that we've decided that I will be doing work in the shop um, so I can be in the shop doing work while he's out. So our, our income is, is moving that way. But in general, I'm, I'm returning phone calls and kind of screening stuff and while we're on the way to jobs. Mobile office is what it sounds like. It really is a mobile office. I mean, we have an office in in the home as well. Yeah, it really just depends on what we have laid out in front of us. Yeah. If we have a job that, you know, we can get it so much done faster with two people, sometimes what we do. And so we we have that ability and we at the same time, we have the ability for her to to be in the office and and get stuff accomplished that way too. So we we really blend it however fits we feel it fits the schedule best and we're always discussing each job as it comes up you know because the photos are there best here how should we approach this kind of thing absolutely we discuss that all the time we're always having those conversations here's the photos you know what what does this look like do we need both of us we mentioned we're rv days where we're doing rv dealership stuff all day we'll divide and conquer on some of those things if there's three or four different units, we, we may split up and one tackles this unit, the other tackles that, and we're done in less than a couple hours. You know, it's a great and day. It's a, and it's a full day's worth of revenue probably. In, in it that is. Yeah. 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 That's the beauty of ending the week <laughs> on RVs. <laughs> it really gives us the ability, 
when we do projects, when we bring back something where it's an aniline, where we're restoring aniline color on furniture, it gives us the ability for two things to get done at once. I'm out doing whatever job's coming at us out in the field, and Joni's here working on color that way and, and getting those steps accomplished. And at the same time, she can be taking care of office phone calls and and those kind of things too. So that's one of the key things I think of being a team that way is Todd has so many more years under his belt. And so the majority of all the technical repairs and things like that, he's on it and he doesn't have to worry about the phone. Like that's one of the huge things I think is he's not being pulled away from what he's focused on that customer and getting that customer taken care of because I'm there on the site. I can step out, take the call. We're still, you know, generating revenue on a job um, because we have that flexibility when I'm there to not only be a, a partner on the job, but step away to take the calls to, to generate business and schedule. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely to an, our advantage. And, and we enjoy, let's just say we enjoy being together. That's a huge part is that you know, husband and wives, you know, we hear stories that maybe somebody they're like, oh, I could never work with my spouse. Um, you know, Todd's my best friend and we get the luxury of working side by side every day. And, um, it, you know, there are days it's not sometimes, you know, you just wake up and you're not feeling your best, but you have your best friend there. And by the end of the day, things are great. And, and you can have conversations and, and, we, we love that aspect of, of this job too, this fiber new franchise too. Well, we love to hear that. that that's, that's absolutely the icing on the cake, isn't it? For sure. Yep. Yeah. I, I guess one other thing I would add to that is when we are working together on those things, we're billing accordingly. We're billing that there's two people on that job. Okay. Because, you know, there's two people on that job. And so we need to be paid accordingly because we're completing it twice as fast or, or power. And so that's, it's not like we're at a whatever rate, just a single person kind of rate, if that makes sense. That actually prompts a question in my mind. And if we could talk about maybe some of the before and after differences or results uh, pre Joni being on board full time versus when you came on board full time, billings, revenue, differences in in schedule, maybe stress level for you as well, Todd. C- can you make some comments? Maybe let's just start with the the revenue to begin with. Was there a marked difference right away, or did it take time to build? I believe we saw a difference right away. Mm-hmm. Okay, I believe you know because we were able to accomplish that much more. Yeah, just immediately, and so we saw that that change. Well, on, along the revenue side too, is having a second body, which is me in this, we've, uh, we've opened another avenue of our business to do larger commercial jobs, like full restaurants. I don't think that that would have necessarily happened. Um, we had some, some small sections in, re, um, in restaurants before I came on board. And those were times where I helped him out as well because I, I don't know the, the stress level if he did those would have gone as smoothly as we want it to go for our customers. Really. We want the customer to have a, a smooth experience and not, um, 
have, you know, maybe have the job go longer than they expect or something. So it's allowed us to have less stress on and take on more larger jobs. And then what about the the schedule in the household now that you're completely in control of both of your schedules? There must have been an impact there, correct? Yeah, it's it's a it's a blend. There's definitely times where we feel that we just need to take care of whatever fiber news stuff is coming at us. And so we'll we'll do that to stay on top of it. And then it gives us the opportunity and flexibility to do what we want. I mean, we can take days off and relax and go fishing, float the river, you know, it, go, there's go to a brewery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's shift topics and talk about business mindset and goal setting and planning and whatnot. So, Joni, you mentioned that right from the get-go of, of you guys starting your fiber new business, you did have a plan in place to eventually, you know, join forces and do this together. But let's maybe just talk about some of the ways you you guys think about business together as a team, um, how you plan, maybe how you set goals and achieve them. Sure. So Todd and I both feel that the main thing that we want to do is run our business with honesty and quality service in our community. And that that's like ultimately our goal to provide that service and the products when, that we turn out for the community are honest and truthful with, with the consumers. And so just like that, every job we, we discuss it and, and, and really look at what the client wants. Honestly, sometimes they come in and they, they describe something they want from our service. But when we explain the options that they have, they really appreciate the honesty of like, hey, I'm not just going to do X, Y, Z. Here's some other options that because, you know, we're the trained experts, you may not have seen because there's a lot of education with leather or vinyl or plastics that people don't understand. And so by educating our consumers, they feel the value of that. And that's what we honestly want, how we want to, how we run our business on a daily basis. And, um, you know, our goals, it's always been our goal to, to be together. And, and luckily for us, it, it, it does work for us. And we, we did set timelines for this. Um, they didn't hit necessarily always when they went what we thought or planned, uh, just like me joining the business. We thought, Oh, it'll be three, four years. And it was six, you know, around six. And, you know, when I joined, it was 2020 and the pandemic hit shortly after I joined the business. And so all plans are great, but there are things out of our control that sometimes um, kind of sneak in there. But I think in general, when we put our minds together and set a plan, uh, we usually put that on paper and we we achieve those goals. We do, like we see from FiberNew, we, we set smart goals and we do our best to achieve those. And some of them, as we develop and and things move along. Maybe that goal wasn't exactly what we wanted. And so we adjust it and we make what's a real goal happen. And so we push for that. And the ones that are 
are more on the front lines of what we're doing, those are the ones that get accomplished first. And, and then we take a look at the other goals that we had and we go back and, and we redevelop those. We, we do that both business-wise and personally, and, and we just keep chugging along and, and making progress as we go. Revisions are just part of the process, really, right? That's Absolutely. Just Absolutely. Yeah. And we I, I carry a binder with me every day and it has our price sheets. It has an estimate sheet. It has, you know, lots of tools and categories for us to organize ourselves. And it's kind of a brain book for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always with us that, that we can discuss and reference and keep us on track too. Who do you guys admire in maybe a, you know, a bit of a template for business or life? I mean, do you have kind of advisors or mentors or people you aspire to or look up to? Oh, we were talking about this and we, we really have utilized the fiber new support team for different aspects of what we're doing. And then we, we definitely use each other to bounce ideas back and forth. And then at the same time, we want to make sure that we're not getting mired down in our own pool of, of ourselves. Okay. And so we go back and we will rely on family to say, Hey, you know, what's your perspective on our situation and where do you think, you know, it, it is. And so we can have an open mind and, and maybe refocus that way. No better trusted circle than than your family. So I love to hear that. So they're quite aware of what you guys are thinking, what you're up to, what's around the corner, and obviously cheering you on along the way. Yeah, absolutely. We keep them in the loop at different times on our developments and what we're we're working on. Now, speaking of family, let, let's talk about your children for a minute. Are, are they involved in the business? Do you get them... <laughs> Doing anything? Do they show an interest? The older kids are, they're doing their own thing. So they're okay. They're off and away. They're off and away. Yes. Yeah. And the younger one, he's, he's really too young. (laughs) He, he rides along when we're doing some stuff. And so he'll, he'll hang out and he'll make some comments about, wow, dad, that's, that's a great repair or whatever else. But yeah, he's, he's not old enough to. He might be future though, because there are times when he's, He's really got a good understanding of color. You know, it's it's that osmosis of being with us during the pandemic when school was was out and he was doing school from an iPad. He was on every job with us. Um, but then the, also the flexibility of this business. There are times we just had a, a repeat customer call and said, I remember Todd was out here with your little boy. The first time, and he was so polite. He was not like most kids. He would just sit there and um, observe, and you know. And that's he—he's a gentle soul, and I think he's really picking up a lot of what we do. So it might be some summer income coming up, but just not quite yet. He's eight, nine. He just turned ten this year. Oh, ten. Sorry. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so summer jobs are just around the corner. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Staple pooling. <laughs> rounding out the questions here what business milestones are you focused on next what what comes next for the pen hollows and for fiber new central oregon some of the the standard things i guess is you know we want to continue to develop our commercial accounts and get as many of those as we can in in different aspects we we want to expand the medical, we want to expand RV, we want to expand furniture stores and, and 
auto everything we can. And so we're, we're really just pushing outward that way and staying diversified in, in everything we do. And we're, we're right in the middle of a milestone for us personally and professionally. Um, we have a goal of, of building the shop and uh, it's, it's going to happen this year. Uh, concrete's poured and, and the steel building comes in, in a month. So that's like another dream come true for us personally and professionally. Um, it, it opens up some ease of, of working and, and space. And then you get your garage back, I guess, too, right? So you yeah. can move yeah. <laughs> My little uh, Honda's going to love being indoors again. <laughs> Been a while. And- that's good. And it's right on your property, correct? Is, is it correct? In your yes. yard? Okay. That's even yes. better too, isn't it? You can just yeah. keep it all right there. And it'll be a nice professional front for when people do bring us, um, you know, furniture pieces or something like that, that we're working on. You know, it, it really does help separate the personal and professional and present well. Are additional employees in your future, do you think? Or what, what are your thoughts on that? We're still trying to decide where we're going to be that way. But what we did when we when we are building the shop is we set it up to where it'll have a a restroom in it. And so if we do have employees, then it's self-contained that way. And so we've got a space where they can be and have everything they need kind of thing. And so we we are setting ourselves up for that. Mm -hmm. And we're just not sure when that's going to work yet. For the time being, though, you guys have a a good thing going. So. If you continue to grow your commercial accounts, it may just be, maybe you'll, you'll need more people down the road. Yeah. It'll probably be inevitable at that point because, mm-hmm. you know, you can only do so much work or, or you can only be booked out so far. So just lastly, any advice you would offer for couples in the business or maybe even looking at the business and working together as a husband and wife team, as, as a partnership? Um, one of the things I like to point out is just being flexible and um, knowing what you're capable of, if whatever your skill set is that each person brings as a husband and wife team, um, utilize those. Really, you know, take advantage of of what skills each person has and and use them to your advantage because it's your business. You want it to be successful. So so definitely do that with us because of our background. We're, we're both really used to juggling a lot of things at once. And whether it's paperwork or people, <laughs> we both have that ability and that works well for us. But um, and knowing that going in, you know, what what that skill set is, is, I think, helpful when when people are looking at joining as a business. Yeah. And of course, communication is key, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yep. We have it set up where we can we have the flexibility to divide and conquer and, and that kind of refreshes things. And at the same time, we can work together and, and get things accomplished that way too. So this ride with fiber new, it, it honestly has been more than I could have ever imagined when we, when we started this journey, um, you know, nine years ago um, in our crossroads of careers it's really exceeded my expectations as being a business owner and, and running a business together. It's, it's been so amazing how it's just um, blossomed and developed and, and, and changed our lives, how we live our lives. And, and it's been a blessing really. So um, 
we're very thankful that this path avenue was a smart choice. Really happy to hear that. And, uh, you know, we got to say we we really admire both of you and what you're doing in your business. Uh, We admire you as people and really, really appreciate your time sitting down and having this chat together and sharing everything about you and your business. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks again to Todd and Joni for taking time to share their story with us. Join us on the next installment of the Business Models mini-series where we sit down with Brian Fitzgibbon and his admin turn tech, Aaron Jackson. They share how Brian's business was transformed the moment Aaron came on board and how they're now adding additional employees and expanding their business even more. Music on this episode, courtesy of Peter, Bjorn, and John, as well as Los Lobos. Until next time, take good care out there. Cheers. Cheers.